What's going on family and welcome to another episode of Gems with KD where I basically download all the thoughts from my mind straight onto a 15, 15 minute to 30 minute podcast. So with this podcast what I aim to do is give you a, a set of information uh, upon every topic that I discuss here so that you can use any information that ministers to you even if it's one piece of information that you grab from this podcast that is good. I want you to use it to help navigate your way through life so you can make more informed decisions so that you can live a life that far exceeds the one you are living right now. I don't want you to be comfortable with mediocrity. I don't want you to be comfortable in in your circumstance. There is better out there for you and all it takes is faith and the willingness to work and and put in the time and effort required to get there blessings must be met halfway you cannot i repeat you cannot sit down in the same position hoping and praying for something new to come your way and not be willing to put yourself out there or put yourself in the way of blessings to come so yeah i know it's been a while since i've been on here talking to you all it's been a long time just had some things to sort out I've been thinking about how this year has gone uh, on a personal level you would have heard in the first I think two episodes I've been kind of talking about how things have been affecting me this year um, on a personal level it provides some sort of relatability for you all some common ground so that you know that even though I'm on social media quite a lot especially of recent putting out all this content, spreading positive messages, I go through stuff as well. And you may not see it on social media, but in my personal life, there's been things going on that have been really unsavory. But I don't want that to stop me from giving out the information that I've been given. So... Today I just wanted to talk to you about a topic that I call 5 versus 50. If you were here during the Gems the Knowledge by KD, that's what this podcast was called before. If you're here for that podcast, I released a topic called um, Friends, a topic on friends. And that topic did really well in terms of the viewership because... It was something that ministered to me personally because I had, it was at a time where I had people that I called friends do me wrong, put me in situations, though I had a part to play, but the only difference is they knew what they were doing to me, I didn't. So I was in a predicament where my life was affected. And even up till today, it's still being affected because of a decision I've made. There's a case where, even though it's hard for me to do so, I've had to learn to forgive this person uh, for the part they played in my misfortune. And more importantly, I've had to forgive myself for not trusting my intuition and knowing that this person 
provided no safety, no true friendship, no trust, no loyalty to me. When you are a good person and you think that you are the type of person to help others, to stick your neck out for others, to provide a safe space for others, to support others, don't let your kind heart make you stupid. There are good people in this world, but do not let your kind heart make you stupid. Your intuition will be telling you this isn't the kind of person you want to be with. This isn't the kind of person you want to relate with. This isn't the kind of person you want to associate yourself with. And sometimes we ignore that voice in our head telling, telling us this isn't the person you want to be with. And what happens is that we learn by fire. We then grow with a scar to show for the bad decision that we've made. The scar that I have for trusting this individual that has never had good intentions for me is still affecting me till today. I want to talk about 5 versus 50 because you want to keep your circle of, of, of friends and at that point it's not friends, it's family as small as possible. The concept of having of five versus fifty is of what importance is five friends as opposed to fifty friends. You may ask someone, "How many friends have you got?" And they'll go, "Oh well, I've got friends in the UK. I've got friends in Norway. I've got friends in America. I've got friends here. I've got friends there." I wouldn't say you have friends, you have associates. Friends is such a loose term because we call friends, we call anyone who shows us kindness a friend. But showing kindness does not mean you have good intentions for me and my life, or me and my family, or me and my destiny, or me and my vision. Anyone can be kind. Anyone can be kind. Kindness is only a mask for someone's true intentions. People are sly, very sly. You need to be attentive and aware of people. Now there are those that have good intentions, there are those that are very, very good human beings. There are those that will do everything they can to make sure you are well looked after, you are mentally well, you are spiritually well, you are physically well, you are financially well. There are those that will help, those that will be there for you. Those that we call destiny helpers, those that you can refer to as family because they've, they've far exceeded the expectation and the threshold of being so-called friends. But there will be those that are found missing when you are in need of help. 
There will be those that are found missing when you're in need of advice. There are those that will be found missing when you're in need of support. There are people that will see you grow and want to limit your growth based on the limit that is apparent in their own lives. There are people that will talk down on you because maybe their parents spoke about them in a negative way. Maybe their friends spoke about them in a negative way. Maybe they're jealous of the fact that you have exceeded wherever you left them. Your, your task in this life is not to be on level ground with each individual that you meet. You have your journey to take, you have your life to live, you have your vision to, to achieve. So if you have a vision, if you have a purpose, does that mean you should wait for someone else to find their vision and find their purpose before you start chasing yours? If you wait for someone else, you'll miss your opportunity. You'll miss your vision. We don't progress at the same level. We don't progress at the same speed. We won't reach the same heights. The impact won't be the same, or at least won't look the same. My purpose may be to, to be ministering churches to, to found a church and minister in this church and create a, a generational impact. Your purpose may be to, to be a helper in the church, to be a person that uh, helps the children learn about God on a simpler level so that when they now mature in the word, They'll be well versed, they'll know exactly what it is they're wanting from God, that relationship, that intimacy, that connection. You're providing that foundation for them. That may be your purpose. So should you look at what I'm doing and say, but what I'm doing is not as great as what he's doing. We are only vessels. You're not looking at me on the top of the hill. You're looking at where God has placed me to fulfill my purpose so that I can impact generations. But you're providing that foundation for them to reach where they can receive from where God has put me. You're training the children when they're young and providing that foundation of understanding and faith so that as they grow older and they mature in the word, they can integrate themselves into the, we'll call it grown-up church, where words aren't as simplified, where understanding is a bit more advanced, and they reach a level of understanding that is congruent with the general congregation within a church, rather than taking them apart and sitting them down and having them watch DreamWorks, Prince of Egypt, and, and, and the story of Joseph and all these kinds of stuff you're now integrated within the main congregation where you actually have a minister ministering to, to the congregation 
In fact, your role is probably more important than mine. Because you're seeing each generation come up and be impacted and influenced because of what you're doing. I'm just helping, you know, sprinkle sprinkle decorations on the frosting. So in fact, your position holds more weight than mine. Mine just looks more grand. Mine just looks more impactful. Mine just looks more glamorous. But we all have a part to play. You have people around you that are there to push you towards your vision, push you towards your purpose. And you have those that will be there to tear you down, those that will discourage you. I would much rather have five friends than 50. Because with five friends, I can clearly understand where each one of them fits in my life. People like Kingsley, people like Akene, people like Emmanuel. I can figure out where exactly do these people fit in my life. People like Christina, people like Tommy. Where do they fit in my life? What intentions do they have? I can't monitor 50 people. I don't even remember half of the people's names that I know. So how on earth can I monitor 50 people and, and, and decipher which one of them is a good person wholeheartedly and which one of them is a snake in the grass waiting for an opportunity to strike? Which one of them is there to distract me from my vision? Which one of them is destroying my image behind my back? Which one of them is spreading lies? Which one of them is trying to put me in situations where it's, it's almost guaranteed that I would, I would stray from what I know and make a bad decision and put myself in a predicament where I now fall from grace. Where is that person that is there to steal the blessing that has been predestined for me? You can't monitor 50 people as well as you think you can. God knows the heart of man. You do not. Now I can give you the power to discern. But what is the worth of 50 friends versus 5? You can have 5 impactful friends. And out of the 50, maybe you have at most 10. The other 40, it's not like they're bad. But they are not tightening it into who you are as a person, your development, your personal development, your vision, your faith, your physical health, your mental health. All these kinds of things that make man and make woman. You need to be careful about who you associate with. Show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. I've had friends that have influenced me to do things that I would not do naturally. That is out of character for me. That is, by law, wrong. I've had friends like that. 
Now, naturally, am I a person that commits crimes? No. Naturally, am I a person who is rude? No. Naturally, am I a person who is boisterous and disrespectful? No. But when you are around people that act that way for long enough, the behavior will begin to rub off on you. There will be an interconnection of character. And it does not take a lot for, for evil to corrupt good, especially where good is not strong in itself. When I have the word of God to guide my steps, to help me discern who's good company and who's bad company, and my nose is not deep down into the word, and my actions are not firmly rooted within the word, then there's space, there's room for corruption. Which is why the Bible says, flee from evil, run. You see people doing wrong, run. With the two legs you've been given, run as fast as they can take you. Because you do not want to be associated with such a thing. You cannot be amongst sinners and call yourself righteous. So when you're amongst friends that that heckle at, at, at old grandmas, that abuse women, that that are misogynists, that whatever, that are gold diggers, that that look to use use men, that look to use women, that are cheaters, that are liars. You can't say ah. These are just my friends. I'm I'm good though. I'm righteous. I haven't lied. I haven't cheated. I don't heckle at old women. I don't bully I don't bully people that are less fortunate. Because you are amongst the company of those that do. Or in the company of those that do. You should be found far from those who sin. You should be around those who are equally yoked. You want to be a good person around good people, not a good person around bad people. A group of four bad people have the influence over one good. There's, there's strength in numbers. And it'll be the reverse for Four good people, one bad. Because what the others do will begin to slowly influence what you do. You may say, I'm strong and I believe this and I believe that. And these are my values and these are my morals. But slowly but surely, your mind, your actions, your will, your faith begin to get corrupted. And all of a sudden you find yourself now completely homogenized with the company that you surrounded yourself with. Now you become one entity of sinners. Now you become one entity of the righteous. Now which one do you prefer? 
you need to be able to discern who is good company and who is bad company. I want you to miss your blessing because you were ignorant to the fact that these people are not good for you. These people have bad intentions for you. These people seek to destroy your destiny. They've seen your potential. They've seen what you can do. They've seen the influence God has given you. And they know that they can't allow you to get to that point because they know where you came from. They know what you did in the past. They know that if they allow you to progress, if they allow you to get in the path of that blessing that God has put in your journey, in the path of your journey, they know that there's no way that they will be able to make it through you. They know that they can't be leeches because when you get to that point of being at the top of what you're doing because of the blessing God's given you, being at the height of whatever God's asked you to do, they know that there's no way they can reach you because they are bad company. And so what can they do? They can keep you from achieving in the first place. The people around you have got to support you. They've got to influence you. They've got to motivate you. Every dead weight, you must shed it this year. If it follows you into next year, I don't know for you. Dead weight, you must shed. Bad company, you must shed. You're at a point now where it's pick and choose. Which one do you want? Do you want to be surrounded by good people, by righteous people, by believers? In any walk of life, whether you want to be surrounded by a group of people that like going for runs every day to maintain the cardiovascular fitness, whether you want to be around people that, that know the value of, of studying the Bible and prayer and all this kind of stuff, whether you want to be around people that are excelling in the in the professional world and you want to find out how you can get there too. Whatever the case may be, whatever your plan is, whatever your goals are, who are you surrounding yourself with and how will they help you get to that goal? If you can't find an answer in your current group of people, in your current community, you must look elsewhere. Because when you're around bad company, all you do is defer your vision, defer your blessing, defer your goals to a later date. And all of a sudden, you're now at the end of life, having not achieved what you set out to achieve, having not achieved what God had set out for you. And unfortunately, you don't get a second chance at life. You've only got one. So if you live your life influenced by the company of, of people that are sinners, that are bad, that is a life wasted. If you live a life full of people that are afraid, afraid to chase the goals, afraid to 
commit themselves to the faith. It's a life wasted. If you're around people that refuse to look after their health and want to go out drinking every night and want to go and party every night and want to have sex protected and or unprotected, it doesn't matter which one, that is a life wasted. You really need to consider these things because the people that you're around have more influence on you than you know. You cannot be strong forever. Your willpower will not hold you. Eventually, you will give in. That is why the world is the way it is. You've got people around you that are influencing your every move. And you don't even know it. You need to be very careful about the people you have around you. As you move through life, find those people that align with your vision, align with your goals, align with what you're trying to do and befriend those people. Form a community, a tight-knit community with those people. It's now, qu quantity, uh, it's now quality over quantity. You don't need all these different friends in all these different places. Just the ones that will help you get to where you need to be. Just the ones that will motivate you when you are down, when you feel like giving up. Just the ones that will point you to the word when you don't know what to do. When you don't know what to, steps to take. You need those that will keep you grounded even when you do make it. That will keep you humble. That will rem remind you that it's not by your works that you are blessed. But it's by the mercy, grace and power of God. I want you to realise that this life we live. You can either use it to do great works and great wonders. Or you can waste it. I want you to be informed that the friends that you have right now if they are not conducive to following your vision and achieving the destiny in which God has, has, has made for you has planned for you you need to let those people go this year they must not follow you into 2022 2022 is the year in which you believe in yourself, the year in which you chase every vision that has been given to you wholeheartedly in faith that no matter what it is, it's already been worked out. Every issue that will ever arise has already been solved. Every person that has been there to derail you will be derailed themselves. You are not weak. You are strong through Jesus. And I pray that each one of you achieves what you set out to achieve. If only you change those around you. Now I thank you for listening to this episode of Gems with KD. And I hope you take something from this episode. 
something that will help influence your life and in turn influence generations. I'll see you on the next one. And as I said, Sunday's episode will be the last episode for this season. And then we'll come back January 2nd by God's grace. So whenever the Sunday is in that week, we'll come back and we'll have so many more episodes to do. Many more thoughts that will be brought to light through this podcast. And I really hope it helps you navigate your way through life. See you in the next one.